0: SAFM's Beck and Soda. Yesterday, I think it was fair to say I was comprehensively whacked for allowing my 11 year old on TikTok. She's not on Instagram or Snapchat. I've allowed her to have TikTok. And some people rang in yesterday with some pretty scary stories of stuff that had happened to their kids on social media. Has
1: it made you rethink things a little bit?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And this next chat's made me rethink what I do as well.
1: Well, what we're trying to do is give everyone as much information as we can to help you navigate this minefield of social media, particularly if you're a parent. Um, We're now about to chat to the founder and CEO of Safe On School. She's a cybersecurity expert. Her name is Kira Pendergast. Kira, thank you so much for joining us. Right off the bat, how vulnerable are our kids online?
2: Oh, extremely. And there's a double side to it. You know, there's not only is the potential of them being screenshot by whoever, all of those things, but it's what they're seeing as well is what parents often forget and what they're normalising in behaviours, whether that be sexualization of characters in the little game called Roblox or they're seeing overly sexualized poses by adults and things and copying them.
0: Uh, Roblox is a problem. My 11-year-old was playing that last night when I went to bed. <laughs> no, I thought that, was, that one was okay.
2: Grab <laughs> yourself in, Beck. I've just posted a video on my little TikTok page this morning. It's already had more than 400,000 views on it because parents are freaked out by what I've said about roblox and the sexualization of kids oh. and the fact that kids every five minutes are getting asked to be someone's boyfriend or girlfriend or being offered Good. money or the in-game economy robux to play the mum or the dad in a role-play game
1: Jesus oh okay. um Kira tell us what can actually happen with the kids how quickly can someone get information and data on our kids whether it's via an adult's account or whether it's a kid's account
2: Oh look, you know, I get I get questioned all the time because my background is cybersecurity, which is all about protection of data assets and digital assets within businesses and things. Where I've been working purely in cyber safety, which is like um, protecting the human online mm. for the last fourteen years, and it can happen so fast. And these, as you know, I've have been published in an article on the weekend about it. It can happen so quickly because it's not just, you know, the creep hanging out around the corner or, you know, the dirty old whatever anymore. It is literally in plain sight. They're major criminal gangs that are doing this kind of thing and covering their tracks from a cybersecurity perspective. And as someone that's worked in the industry for a long time and if I do a search online, I can find out enough about a family to find out really private information about a child in under 60 seconds. And that's just public information. It's not difficult. And, you know, I've been very public about saying and, you know, that everyone freaked out about the major hacks that happened in Australia a couple of months ago, and rightfully so. But, when they think about what they're doing to their kids, they don't realise. And they're posting photos in school uniform on hashtag first day of school and then, you know, three posts later it's, oh, you're seven, I'm so proud of you, darling. Or there's a photo with a birthday cake in the background with the number on it. And all of that information is the personal information that we're constantly teaching kids not to Mm. share online. Mm. And the parents have just put it straight out there on Instagram.
0: So true. Uh, and, and things like what about images of kids like uh, by pools? We spoke to Roxy Jesenko yesterday. Um, I- images of kids in dance costumes. How problematic is that?
2: Yeah, well, here I am shaking my head. <laughs> you know, photos of kids full stop, I think, have to be kind of really pulled back a bit and you have to be really, really careful about your privacy settings and who you're connected to because, as we know, stranger danger is often somebody that you know and I've seen that once too often in my career as well but it's not just the you know it's the sexualization of images of kids um, that it's what they're seeing and what's being normalized but if I can tell you one thing it's you know the first time I worked alongside um, law enforcement with this kind of child protection issue was way back in 1999. And what I learned back then was these police officers that do this incredible work around child safety and with victims of um, child abuse material and things like that will flat out tell you every time that these people are not looking for photos of naked children. They're just looking for children in Mm. their gym gear or in their, you know, dance outfit. All of those things is, you know, there's
0: a literally just got goosebumps, then, and got a chill. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it gives me goosebumps. You could probably hear my voice mm. shaking. One, it's one degree here in Florence <laughs> at the moment, mm. but also it does upset me. You know, I'm mm. a mom, yeah, I've got a lot of kids in my life, I've got eight nieces through my brother's marriage, you know, mm. stuff like that. And I see kids. I work with kids every day and I have 11 year olds come up and tell me things that have happened to them on Roblox. You know, it is not not going to happen to you. It's happening every day and it's getting worse and it's fixable if parents stop vanity posting, for want of a better term. It's about a parent's ego rather than thinking about putting their child's safety front and
1: centre. Mm-hmm. Kira, can you give us a quick snapshot of how someone would go about gaining information really quickly from some social posts if they were, you know, in that criminal element?
2: Oh, well, you know, easy. They just take screenshots. You know, there's kids everywhere. All you need to do is type in hashtag first day of school and a bazillion five-year-olds come up. You know, it's like millions of them. So there's all of those things. And then if you go into the account further, you can see often school uniform, you can see all sorts of things. So there's loads of it out there. You know, it's not like I'm sharing how to do it because Mm. it's these big criminal gangs that have been doing this stuff for a very long time. And my concern is over a long period of time, their patient, what they can find out where it ends up, you know, how it's catalogued on the dark web. You know, the people at the Australian Centre for Counter Child Exploitation do a phenomenal job on tracking these people down, and it changes every day. Mm. And when I often speak in schools, and so does, you know, everyone in my team, there's a lot of us, including um, Madeline West, who's one of our speakers who released a big podcast about all of this on the weekend. And, um, you know, when we're speaking... A lot of parents don't turn up because they think they know all of this, especially mm. parents of really young kids who are what I call for first generation, MySpace that grew up with social media thinking they understand it completely, but they don't realize how it changes every day. And my big piece of advice to parents would be if your school puts on a cyber safety talk, go, because yeah. you're going to learn something, you know, it's different every
1: time. Kira, there was some uproar when 100 points of information, personal information, was released on people with this Optus breach. Tell us how quickly and what sort of amount of points and what that means in terms of what people can find out about kids.
2: Well, the average child now, by the time they're 13, there'll be 72 million points of data on them all across the internet. And a lot of it is put up there by their parents And what people don't realise as well is you've got to think about things that if you post photos now that your child goes to, you know, I went to Byron Bay Public School. You know, I'm pretty public about where I've grown Mm. up and things like that. But it'd be very easy. I never use those security questions to log into things because most security questions are go, what's your mother's maiden name? Where were you born? All of those things, and it's all over people's social media accounts, so it's very easy. And no wonder we're having hack after hack after hack because the social media side of that is a huge risk for businesses that they're not covering off properly. Also, there's vulnerabilities in a lot of the little games and things that are downloaded to a parent's device. So, if they work for a major corporate, they've handed their kid the phone to keep them quiet while they're in a cafe. They're playing some random game that's keystroke recording everything, and then mum and dad log into the corporate network on that same device. What's it? Tra- what's it tracking? You know, all of these things we have to take into consideration now.
0: So realistically, uh, thirteen is is the limit on some of these apps. Most thirteen year olds are going to be on social media. We can't keep them off. I mean we can but realistically most of us don't. What do we do to monitor what our kids are doing on social media to try and keep them safe?
2: Yeah look there's a lot of things that you can do Beck. There's um, you know 13 is an age recommendation guideline firstly it's not a law. A lot of people say it's illegal to use an app under the age of mm. 13. well no it's not. If you've got parental consent and things like that, And parental supervision, supposedly, but be very aware of what's written in the terms and conditions and what information is being used, which is absolutely everything. And making kids aware of that and really being protective of their personal information, putting solid boundaries in place. I can guarantee you if something's going to go wrong, it's in the bedroom when the parents aren't around. The kid's not going to be talking about certain things if mum and dad are in the background, you know? Make sure that you've got a really open channel with your kids as well. Make sure that they know that they're not going to get banned from gaming or their devices if they speak up when something goes wrong. If they need your help, you want to keep that space open so that they will feel free to come and tell you, oh someone's just sent me this creepy email, Someone's uh, or oh, message I should say, or someone's Just ask if I would be their girlfriend or boyfriend online or offered me money on Roblox. You want to keep those channels open. It's your job as a parent. Most parents will spend 20 minutes or so every morning making lunches, getting uniforms sorted, getting kids on the bus, and yet we don't spend 20 minutes educating our kids about cyber safety on a daily basis or checking privacy settings and things. It's not much. It's 2023. It's 2023 saying you don't use social media is no longer good enough you need to understand where your kids are and get actively involved in their online life like you are in their offline life
1: yeah that's a good point how worried should we be as parents
2: good question depends what you're doing you know and depending on how much knowledge you've had and how much time you're putting into actually educating yourself it's really important there's a lot of things out there to educate yourself and keep that education ongoing and then you'll start to understand it better And put more things in place but again on that post that I made today which has gone ballistic around roadblocks the amount of people that said I've got parental controls in place I've got this in place I've got that in place you've still got a kid online what are they seeing you need to be having big conversations and like I'll be really blunt now that if you are not prepared for your child or to have a conversation with your child about porn, about predators, about those things, do not give them a device. Do not let them anywhere near the internet.
0: Okay, I'm wow. now terrified. Uh, wow. <laughs> thank you so much, Kira. A real wake up call for all of us. And I think I'm pretty vigilant, but um, yeah, the Roblox things shocked me. It's been very eye opening. Thank you, Kira. Pleasure. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up on SAFM.